بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لإلاف قريش for the accustomed security of the Quraysh لإلاف إلاف is from همزة لام فألف ألف is to be acquainted ألفة is love so إلاف is when there is love for people Because when there is love, then those who were divided come together. There is unity after after division. This is ilaf. When people come together after having been divided. Ilaf is also to instill in them warm feelings. You know, for example, if somebody is not listening to you, they're very upset with you. So then you try to make them have tender feelings towards you by reminding them of what you've done or how you've helped them or how you cooperate with them. So, لِإِلَافِ قُرَيْشِ For the ilaf of Quraysh. Now, Quraysh, who are Quraysh? The tribe that the Prophet ﷺ was from. You see the word Quraysh, it is said it's from the word Qarsh, Qaf Rashin. And Ibn Abbas who said that Qarsh is a huge sea creature. Allahu alam which one it is, but he said it's a sea creature That is undefeatable. Meaning, it eats other creatures, it is not eaten. You understand? It's like a dragon in the water. So the Quraysh called themselves Quraysh. Why? Because that is what they thought of themselves. We're the mightiest, we're the toughest, we're the strongest, we're the best. Because they were the custodians of the Kaaba. However, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that we have provided this love and respect for them. Because Quraysh were respected all over Arabia. So, لِإِلَافِ Quraysh For the accustomed security of the Quraysh, إِلَافِهِمْ Their accustomed security in what? رِحْلَةَ الشِّتَاءِ In the caravan of winter, وَالصَّيْفِ and of summer. Nothing grew in Mecca. So to get food, where would the people of Mecca go? They would either go north to Asham, or they would go south to Yemen. So they would travel once in the winter and once in the summer. In the winter, they would travel to Yemen. And in the summer, they would travel to Asham. But remember, traveling in Arabia through the desert was no easy thing. It was not safe at all. It was very dangerous. But the Quraysh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had provided them ilaf. Meaning everyone in the desert in Arabia respected them. They had love for them. They had affection for them. Why? Because they would say, oh, these are the Quraysh, the custodians of the Kaaba. Nobody is going to harm them. So the Quraysh were able to travel not just once a year, but twice a year. Not just to one foreign land, but to two foreign lands easily. Why? Ilafihim, who provided this ilaf to them? It's understood. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did. فَلْيَعْبُدُوا So they should worship رَبَّ هَذَا الْبَيْتِ The Lord of this house. Meaning, they have this respect and this love. Why? Because of this house. Because of the Kaaba. So then, who should they worship? The idols they make? No. They should worship the Lord of this house. فَلْيَعْبُدُوا رَبَّ هَذَا الْبَيْتِ Because He alone has bestowed this favor on them. الَّذِي أَطْعَمَهُمْ The one who has fed them مِنْ جُوعٍ Against hunger. 
if they weren't able to travel to Yemen and Asham, how would they be? Hungry. وَآمَنَهُمْ And He has provided them security from Aman min خَوْفْ Against fear. So they're safe in their journeys. How is it that they're safe while the rest of people are not? Because they were the custodians of the Kaaba. They were respected because of the Kaaba. So how come they have forgotten the Lord of the Kaaba? You understand this surah? What is the lesson in this for us? Whatever unique blessings you have, and in fact every blessing in your life is unique. You have it because who gave you? Allah gave you. So don't forget the giver. يَا أَيُّهَا النَّاسُ اُعْبُدُوا رَبَّكُمْ أَلَّذِي خَلَقَكُمْ وَالَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ أَلَّذِي جَعَلَ لَكُمُ الْأَرْضَ فِرَاشَ وَالسَّمَاءَ بِنَاءَ How could you forget him? Recitation. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لإلاف قريش إلافهم رحلة الشتاء والصيف فليعبدوا رب هذا البيت الذي أطعمهم من جوع وآمنهم من خوف بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم سورة الماعون أرأيت Have you seen الذي the one who يكذب بالدين who denies the recompense? Have you seen the person who denies the day of judgment? Or denies the religion of Allah? Allah made us. He sent us here. And this person denies Allah. فَذَلِكَ الَّذِي So that is the person who would dare to يَدُعُ الْيَتِيمِ To drive away the orphan. دَعَ يَدُعُ دَالْ عَيْنَ is to push someone, drive someone away. He doesn't feel compassion for him. وَلَا يَحُضُّ Nor does he encourage حَضَّ To encourage someone to do some action. عَلَى طَعَامِ الْمِسْكِينَ the feeding of the poor. He doesn't encourage people, others, to feed the poor. Why? Because he doesn't believe in the hereafter. The thing is that if a person believes in the hereafter, then he has concern for humanity. And because of that concern, يُطْعِمُونَ الطَّعَامَ عَلَى حُبِّهِ مِسْكِينًا وَيَتِيمًا وَأَسِيرًا فَوَيْلٌ لِلْمُصَلِّينَ so woe to those who pray. Woe to those who perform salah. Yes. Musalleen. There are many who pray. And some who pray, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Wailun. Woe to them. Why? Because Alladina hum an salatihim sahun. They are those who are heedless about their prayers. Sahun, seen how wow, sahu is to be inattentive. To not pay attention to something. Why? Because it's not worth it. You don't give it any importance. This is sahu. To not give attention to something because you don't think it deserves attention. It's not important. You know like when you're listening to a lecture in class and you're like, okay, this stuff I know, it's not that important. So you zone out. Right? This is sahu. Those who are sahun about their prayers, meaning they don't perform them properly. 
they delay them. And when they perform them, they don't perform them correctly. الَّذِينَهُمْ يُرَاءُونَ There are those who make show. يُرَاءُونَ رَاءَ يُرَاءِ Is to make someone see something. So in other words, they pray in order to be seen. وَيَمْنَعُونَ الْمَعُونَ And they withhold ma'un. Ma'un mim aynun Ma'ana. Ma'ana is to flow. So ma'un are things that are meant to flow. They're meant to flow. Meaning from one person to the other, to the other, to the other, to the other. It's just small, ordinary thing. Just people use it. They use it, they give it away. and then This is ma'un. Some have said that ma'un is from aun. Aun to give something for aid. So in other words, if they are asked for very small favor, they refuse it. They don't even help someone with ma'un. With something that is so little. Like what? What could be ma'un in our times? Something that which if you give, it will not make you poor. It will not make you poor. Which if you give, you won't be needy. Like what? And something not of a lot of value. Go ahead. Okay, like giving someone a glass of water. Alright, what else? You have ten pens in your pencil case can barely close it. And there is somebody sitting next to you struggling with their pen because its ink is running out. So what would ma'un be? A pen. I mean, yes, pens float around all the time, don't they? Pencil, stationery, it floats around. وَيَمْنَعُونَ الْمَعُونَ Some have said ma'un includes things like salt. You know things that you have in your house? يَمْنَعُونَ الْمَعُونَ The Prophet ﷺ once visited one of his companions when he was sick. So... He said to him, the Prophet ﷺ said to him, Abshir. You know, don't be sad. Be hopeful. Abshir. So his mother said, Jannah Mubarak. Right? That, you know, the Prophet ﷺ said to you, Abshir. So that means you've been admitted into Jannah. So, Mubarak. And the Prophet ﷺ said, O Um Kaab, perhaps Kaab said something low or withheld a thing that did not make him rich. Maybe he withheld a thing that did not make him rich. This is something we all need to think about. Because it's easy to give away big things sometimes. You know, because you're like, you feel obligated. I should give this much money as a donation, as charity. But it's the little, little things that matter. Can we give one pen? Can we give one thing that we own to someone? Recitation? بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم أرأيت الذي يكذب بالدين فذلك الذي يدع اليتيم ولا يحض على طعام المسكين فويل
بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم سورة الكوثر shortest سورة three verses but a mighty سورة إنا أعطيناك الكوثر indeed we have given you الكوثر O Messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم we have given you كوثر أعطينا عطاء is a gift that is grand a favor that cannot be compared with and a gift that is given upon being happy with the work that someone has done. Allah accepted the striving of His Messenger, and He was pleased with it. And so He gave him Al-Kawthar. What is Al-Kawthar? The hold of Kawthar on the Day of Judgment. The meaning of the word Kawthar, it's from Kathra. Right? Goodness, abundant good. And some have interpreted Kawthar as not just the Hawd Kawthar, but a lot of good in this world and in the hereafter. But Al-Kawthar from Hadith we learn is Al-Hawd Kawthar. So when Allah gave him Al-Kawthar, فَصَلِّ لِرَبِّكَ So what is it that the Messenger is commanded to do? Pray to your Lord. وَنْحَرْ And offer sacrifice. When Allah has bestowed you with a favor, what should you do? Stop working? Now I'm successful? No, do more. Thank Him. And how do you thank Him? When He has bestowed you with this huge favor, you pray to Him and you offer sacrifice. And the Prophet ﷺ, we see that on Fath Makkah, he performed Salat al-Duha. Some said this was unique because he was offering gratitude. And one har, the Prophet ﷺ, Slaughtered a hundred camels at Hajjatul Wada' at the farewell pilgrimage, and sixty-three of them he slaughtered himself. Imagine, when Allah gives a gift to His servant, then the servant must offer gratitude. And how do you offer gratitude? Can you give a gift to Allah? Can you give a gift to Allah? Can you write a letter to Him? What can you do to show Him that you're grateful? Fix your prayers. وَنْحَرْ And offer charity. إِنَّ شَانِئَكَ The Prophet ﷺ is told that indeed your enemy هُوَ الْأَبْتَرْ He is the one who will be cut off. شَانِئْ شِنْ نُونْ هَمْزَ شَانِئْ is basically مُبْغِضْ The person who hates someone. Ill-wisher. He keeps hatred in his heart and envy. So those who envy you and dislike you such people will be abtar. Who is abtar? Batara. Someone who is clipped of all good. Munqati'an al-khayr. Basically, batar is used for a dog whose tail is cut off. It's a very derogatory term. A dog whose tail is cut off. So abtar is someone who is cut off from all good. And someone who is such that no one remembers him after he has died. مَقْتُوعٌ nasil Because he's got no children to remember him, no family to remember him. It is said that when the son of the Prophet ﷺ, Qasim, when he died, Abu Jahl, and according to others, As bin Wa'il, he said that Muhammad ﷺ is abtar. No one's going to remember him. He's got no sons. What does Allah say? إِنَّ شَانِئَكَ هُوَ الْأَبْتَرِ And today, we know Muhammad ﷺ. But I'm sure many of you don't have a clue about who As bin Wa'il is. Do we? As bin Wa'il. Or even Abu Jahl. What was his actual name? Hmm? Name, not Kunya. 
This is a fact. The Prophet ﷺ is promised Al-Kawthar here. What is Kawthar? A river in Jannah. The banks of which are of gold and pearls. Its soil is of musk. Its fragrance is of musk. Its color is whiter than milk. Its taste is sweeter than honey. Its temperature cooler than ice. The Hawd Kawthar is a pool on the Day of Judgment before the Sirat, before going on the bridge. Every Prophet will have his Hawd. And the Hawd of the Prophet ﷺ will be Kawthar, which will be the biggest and the busiest of all. And the source of this Hawd will be the river of Kawthar in Jannah. Through two streams, that Hawd will be filled. And this Hawd is square-shaped. Huge. The length of one side is a journey of one month. Meaning if you were to go from one corner of it to the other, it would take you one month. It has cups as many as stars, as beautiful and shiny as stars. Cups of gold and silver. It even has jugs with handles and spouts. And the Prophet's mimbar will be there. He will be the first to arrive and he will wait for his ummah. And he will serve the people of his ummah as they will come before they cross the bridge. And the one who drinks from this hold will never feel thirsty again. His face will be fresh and bright and beautiful forever. Who will drink from it? The one who believes in Allah and in his messenger. The one who believes in the hawb and the one who follows the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Some people will be prevented from drinking from this hawb. Who? Those who innovate in their religion, make things up in religion, those who lie and those who oppress will be deprived from the drink of al-hawd. Can we have the recitation of the surah? بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إنا أعطيناك الكوثر فصل لربك وانحر إن شانئك هو الأبتر بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم سورة الكافرون سورة الكافرون is known as one of the إخلاصين one is قل هو الله أحد and the other سورة الكافرون and the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم recited the surah every day in the first raka'ah of the sunnah of Fajr prayer and the first raka'ah of the sunnah of Maghrib prayer and the second raka'ah of the Witr prayer he would also recite the surah in the two sunnahs of Tawaf and apart from that, he would also recite the surah before sleeping. And remember, the surah is one of the last surahs of the Meccan era. And the message of Tawheed was completely conveyed. And so, a declaration of dissociation is made from people. قُلْ يَا أَيُّهَا الْكَافِرُونَ Say, O oh you who deny, لَا أَعْبُدُ مَا تَعْبُدُونَ I do not worship what you worship. You worship idols. I don't worship them. وَلَا أَنْتُمْ And nor do you عَابِدُونَ Are ones to worship مَا أَعْبُدْ What I worship You think that you worship Allah But in reality you don't worship Him Because you associate partners 
وَلَا أَنَا And nor do I عَابِدٌ Want to worship مَا عَبَدْتُمْ Of that which you worship. If you think about it, it's the same thing which is being mentioned again. It's repeated in a different way. لَا أَعْبُدُ مَا تَعْبُدُونَ Shows the present. Right now, I don't worship what you worship. And then, وَلَا أَنَا عَابِدٌ مَا عَبَدْتُمْ Shows the future. I will never worship what you worship. I don't worship your idols today, and I will not worship them ever. وَلَا أَنْتُمْ عَابِدُونَ مَا أَعْبُدُ And your state is the same. You did not worship Allah before. And even today, if you think you're worshiping Allah, in reality you're not because you associate partners with Him. لَكُمْ دِينُكُمْ So for you is your religion. وَلِيَ And for me is my religion. Meaning, your religion is different from mine. They're not the same. Shirk and Tawheed are different. There is a difference of night and day between them. So never confuse the two. The mushrikeen of Makkah wanted the Prophet ﷺ to come to some compromise. To at least, you know, acknowledge their idols and show a little bit of respect to them. But with this surah, what does it mean? No. You don't worship idols. We don't do that. Lakum dinukum waliyadeen. Recitation. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Qul ya ayyuhal kafirun. La a'budu ma ta'budun. Wala antum abiduna ma وَلَا أَنَا عَابِدٌ مَّا عَبَدْتُمْ وَلَا أَنْتُمْ عَابِدُونَ مَا أَعْبُدُ لَكُمْ دِينُكُمْ وَلِيَ بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم سورة النصر إذا جاء نصر الله والفتح إذا جاء when it has come نصر الله the help of Allah والفتح and the conquest نصر is help what kind of help a mighty help against who against an oppressor so when Allah's mighty help will come and with this mighty help what will you get? Al-Fatih. Conquest. Decisive victory. And did this happen? Yes. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave the Prophet ﷺ victory over Makkah. And really, it's a miracle if you think about it. It is a miracle. nasa, And you would see the people يَدْخُلُونَ فِي دِينِ That they are entering into the religion of Allah. How are they entering? Afwaja In multitudes. Plural of the word fawj. Fawj, different groups. What is fawj? An army, a troop. And afwaj, different groups. And this happened. So many people accepted Islam. Group after group. So much so that towards the end of the Prophet ﷺ life, those years are known as the year of the delegates, of the delegations, Amul Wufud. Why? Because people would come from different tribes, different areas. 
they would come in groups they would come accept Islam remain for a few days learn about Islam and then go back home وَرَأَيْتَ النَّاسَ يَدُخُلُونَ فِي دِينِ اللَّهِ أَفْوَاجًا فَسَبِّحْ بِحَمْدِ رَبِّكَ then do tasbih with the praise of your Lord Allah grants you success what should you do how do you celebrate how do you celebrate success by glorifying and praising Allah secondly وَاسْتَغْفِرْهُ and seek His forgiveness. Praise Allah for what? For the success He gave. Seek His forgiveness for what? For your shortcomings, because there have been many. إِنَّهُ كَانَ تَوَّابًا Indeed, He is ever accepting of repentance. He loves those who repent to Him. When the surah was revealed, Abu Bakr anhu wept. Wept. Why? Because the surah meant the mission of the Prophet ﷺ has been Completed. It's been accomplished. So it's time for him to depart from this world. But in this is a lesson. And that is what we see in the life of the Prophet ﷺ. فَسَبِّحْ بِحَمْدِ رَبِّكَ وَاسْتَغْفِرْ On achieving, accomplishing anything, reaching any milestone, busy yourself in these two things. Praise Allah and seek His forgiveness. Can we listen to the recitation please? بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إذا جاء نصر الله والفتح ورأيت الناس يدخلون في دين الله أفواجا فسبح بحمد ربك واستغفر إِنَّهُ كَانَ تَوَّابًا بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم سورة المسد The Prophet is granted victory and his staunch opponents defeated, humiliated. تَبَّتْ May it be ruined. It's past tense for dua, just as رضية. He was pleased as in may he be pleased. So tabbat, it was ruined. What was ruined? Yada, both hands. Of who? Abi Lahab, of Abu Lahab. His hands are ruined, wa tabba, and he is also ruined. Tab, tababa, tabab. Tab is to perish. Tabab is also used for failure. Tabab is basically istimrar fil khusran. To continue in loss. Meaning to only deteriorate. To only go further and further in loss. Which is why this word is also used for old age. A poet once said, كُنْتُ شَابًا فَصِرْتُ تَابًا I used to be shab, but now I've become tab. Meaning every day there is a new problem. Every day there is a new issue, new pain. So, تَبَّتْ يَدَى أَبِي لَهَبٍ He was progressively... In loss, loss upon loss, destruction upon destruction, until he was completely ruined. What was ruined? His hands and he himself. What does it mean by his hands? Meaning his work. And he himself meaning everything about him. مَا أَغْنَى عَنْهُ مَالُهُ His wealth did not benefit him. وَمَا كَسَبْ Nor that which he gained. What did he gain? His earnings. He was a rich man, wealthy man. He had... Many children whom he was proud of, but nothing availed him. سَيَصْلَى نَارًا ذَاتَ لَهَبْ 
He will burn in a fire that is of blazing flames. A fire of flames. Lahab is flame. Who was Abu Lahab? The Prophet's uncle. Paternal uncle. The brother of his father. But when the Prophet ﷺ invited people to Islam, and he called from the top of Mount Safa, what did Abu Lahab say? Tabbalak ali hada da'utana? May you be destroyed? Is this why you called us? And Allah revealed, Tabbat yada Abi Lahabin watab. He will be destroyed. The Prophet ﷺ, he would go calling people to Tawheed. He would say, Ya ayyunnaz qulu la ilaha illallah tuflihu. And Abu Lahab would be right behind him. Negating him, saying, Oh people, don't listen to him, don't believe in him. He's an apostate. Ma aghna anhu ma luhu wa ma kasab. And notice how the word is used. Why? Gradual, progressive destruction. And that is exactly what happened to him. Abu Lahab, one of his sons died. He himself lost a lot. And it is said that he developed a particular disease because of which nobody would even come near him. And he died in this isolation. And when he died, people did not want to go near his dead body. It was so horrible. Until finally, others shamed his family that look at you, your father or whoever has died, at least cover his body. And they wouldn't dare do it themselves. So they hired some workers who used some sticks. They dug a hole and they used some sticks and they kept pushing his body, pushing, 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 until it was thrown into the ditch and they covered it. تَبَّتْ يَدَىٰ أَبِي لَهَبٍ So proud this man was because of his wealth. مَا أَغْنَىٰ عَنْهُ مَالُهُ وَمَا كَسَبْ سَيَصْلَىٰ نَارٌ ذَاتَ لَهَبْ Lahab is flame. And he was called Abu Lahab because of his complexion. He was very fair with rosy cheeks. So he was called Abu Lahab, one of flame. سَيَصْلَى نَارٌ ذَاتَ لَهَبُ وَامْرَأَتُهُ and his wife حَمَّالَةَ الْحَطَبُ is the carrier of firewood. حَمَّالَة one who carries a lot repeatedly again and again and حَطَب is fuel, dry wood that is used to make fire. So why is she described as حَمَّالَةَ الْحَطَبُ? Firstly because literally she would carry firewood every day and throw it in the path of the Prophet ﷺ to harass him and bother him. Secondly, this is a metaphor for her spreading you know, propaganda and lies about the Prophet ﷺ because she would go around talking to people, spreading flames against Islam. And then some have said this is her state in hellfire. She will bring the fuel with which Abu Lahab will be punished. You see, Hamalat al-Hatab, this is an insult to this woman. Because this woman, Um Jamil, was a very proud woman. Very proud woman. She was of a noble family. It is said that she was known as Um Jamil. And she was the sister of Abu Sufyan. So you can imagine what woman she is and the wife of Abu Lahab. Hamalat al-Hatab. Hamala is used to describe the profession of someone. Hamalat al-Hatab was used for a slave woman whose work it was to go to the forest and bring firewood. So this is a direct insult for her. Hamalat al-Hatab, this is her reality. She's carrying firewood around. Fi jidiha in her neck is a habl. 
rope bi masad of twisted fiber jeed is neck but you see there's different words used for neck and jeed is used for a long beautiful neck in her neck will be hablun a rope of masad masad mim sindal to make a rope of twisted fibers or strands of any material like camel hair also she would wear a necklace actually and she would say that i will spend this necklace to oppose muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam she would show off brag about it that even if i have to take this necklace of mine and sell it and use that income to oppose muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam i'll do that she used to brag about it and allah said fi jidiha hablun min masad this will be her punishment it is said that when the surah was revealed um jamil this woman wife of abu lahab she came out angry yelling and she had a stone in her hand and she was saying that he criticizes our father and his religion is our scorn and his command is to disobey us basically she was you know saying negative things about the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and at the time the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam was sitting in the masjid and abu bakr was with him near the kaaba and when abu bakr saw um jamil coming he was afraid that she's coming she's in rage and she's got a stone in her hand and she's not quiet So the Prophet ﷺ said, she's not going to see me. He recited some Qur'an. And what happened? Um Jamil came to Abu Bakr. And she said, I have been informed that your friend is saying such and such about me. And Abu Bakr replied, that no, he's not defaming you. My companion is not defaming you. Because this defamation, right? this has come from who? From Allah. So she turned away saying the Quraysh know that I am the daughter of their leader everybody knows who I am So she came and Abu Bakr radhiyallahu anhu is there she talks to Abu Bakr the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam is sitting right next to Abu Bakr and Um Jamil didn't see him Allah protected him fi jidiha hablun min masad this surah is one of the greatest proofs of the truthfulness of our messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam because this surah was revealed when Abu Lahab and his wife were both alive if they wanted to prove the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam is a liar they could have said ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wa ashhadu anna muhammadar rasulullah now what but did that happen no and abu lahab did not die when the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam was still in makka the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam migrated to medina after many years then he died so this surah is one of the proofs of the truthfulness of our messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam of the fact that this Quran is the kalam of Ar-Rahman, our Lord. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to understand this book and remember it and give it its haqq. And may He make us amongst Ahlul Quran. Recitation. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Tabbat yada أبي لهب وتب ما أغنى عنه ماله وما كسب سيصلى نارا ذات لهب وامرأته حمالة الحطب في جيدها حبل من مسد 
سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك اشهد ان لا اله الا انت استغفرك واتوب اليك السلام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته